Alright guys, welcome to the final installment of the Evil Dead Retrospective. In show number 49, myself, Alex, Dan, and Jamie. See, I, I mentioned us. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh. I introduced them. <laughs> uh, we covered Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn, and Army of Darkness. And uh, then we had our big 50th show, one year anniversary. And now we're going to wrap it up with the Evil Dead remake. Woo! So, Evil Dead, it came out April 5th, 2013. And the the budget was fourteen million. Wow, damn. Yeah. So this stars Jane Levy as Mia, Shiloh Fernandez as David, mm-hmm. Lou Taylor Pukey as Eric. <laughs> That's his hey, name. Pukey. Pukey. <laughs> hey Pukey McDougal. Jessica Lucas as Olivia, the nurse. I'll probably just say nurse. And Elizabeth Blackmore as Natalie, who is David's girlfriend. And. Uh, Eric, okay, so let's just aware of it because it's a new movie. Mia is the main girl. David's her brother. Eric is the long-haired guy with the glasses and the beard. Olivia is the Indian nurse. And Natalie is the girlfriend of David. So everybody just try to remember that. And just real quick, too, we're, we're going to get into spoilers. We always kind of do. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be, like, uh, definitely spoiler, spoiler-filled. Yeah, well, I don't know any horror fan that could resist going to see this anyway. So I think we're good. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and if they do, I mean, why would you listen to our review of it if you haven't seen the fucking movie? Weirdos. Yeah. Weirdos. I watch some guys probably sitting there, like, looking at the floor now. You just made him feel bad because he's like, well, I didn't see it, but I wanted to hear your show. Oh, fuck his feelings. <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're cool, man. I guess you just don't want to see it. But it's good to hear about it. Yeah. So, uh, I said this was going to be the best horror film in the last five years. <laughs> When I got out, I had the I had the most zen-like experience with this movie. Oh God! See, I feel like I'm giving things away if I say this now, but I think I have to without. Give it away! Give it away! Give it away now! <laughs> when I watched this opening night, it's amazing how things the perceptions are so inc- vastly different from from first view to the next one. Because I saw it again just now. When I watched it Friday for the first time, the experience was not a great one. Hmm. It was like, I almost felt like I knew everything that was going to happen before it happened. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, even though I never saw the movie, I still felt like, well, I know this is going to happen and I know that's going to happen. I, I guess the details were the only thing that are not exactly what I thought right. and things like that. I I noticed every flaw. <laughs> like. I, the 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 character development Ugh, really nothing. really weighed heavy on my overall opinion of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's like they're I felt that they're trying to instantly give all these people layers just by throwing in a backstory and having everybody mention it here and there. Oh, where have you been? A bad hug he gave his buddy, the girlfriend, uh, his sister saying, "Where were you when mom died? You never came back." The girl having a heroin problem. Um, the 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 nurse really had nothing. The girlfriend had nothing. And I still don't think that's any different. Mm-hmm. And uh, the blonde guy, okay, he's a, he's like a bitter dude who was kind of left alone, and his buddy took off to Chicago. Like, I don't know. I didn't think that was really good. And when you have a movie where things are happening to these people, mm. why do I care? Right. I don't. Jamie, would you feel about my perception of the character? Because Dan really w- kind of got there a little late. You saw yeah. the whole development more. Yeah, I got to tell everybody, I saw, I fucking walked into the movie like 20, 25 minutes in, I think, so fucked up, 
But yeah, all the crazy shit was already going down. Well, no, I think the same thing you did, and uh, that that scene where we first meet everyone to mm-hmm. me feels a little stiff, um, feels a little forced, and I think there's some poor writing going on there. Okay. Um, oh. I-, I feel like they're uh, trying to squeeze in a bunch of stuff, you know, so we'll know it after a while, though. That you know that just sort of fades away, and then you get into more stuff that's going on with them. In reality, that as far as the characters go, we know more about these characters than we ever knew about any of the characters and right. Uh, right. any of that. the other ones. And I think that you know we get a pretty good idea of who they are and where they come from. We don't know anything about Olivia, but we know that they've all been friends for years, right. like since they were kids. We don't know anything about Natalie except that he's. I mean, she's his girlfriend now, and really, we don't need to know anything else. Nothing matters, and mm-hmm. that stuff, it doesn't matter. See, th- there's, a, there's a difference here, though. When it comes to, yes, we don't need to know anything about Natalie, but tell me about, tell me this is not dead on. I think the original Evil Dead did a much better job at establishing a closeness in a relationship between Linda and Ash than David and Natalie Oh yeah, like I, I, I don't feel yeah. like they even are really have been dating that long. You right. know I mean, it feels like they just met and he brought her with him. Um, there's no, um, I mean, there's tenderness when he's taking care of her later. You know, when mm-hmm. he's, no. but it's, but when? it's a human tenderness. It's not a boyfriend type tenderness. Uh, there was nothing. That he barely hung out with the girl. Yeah, I got a question for you guys too. Now. Uh, Jamie, you've seen Jennifer's body in Juno, and you guys remember Diablo Cody came, uh, came into this movie. Did you ever see those movies, Alex? Did you ever see Juno? No. Really witty dialogue, and, and I, I enjoyed it. I don't love Juno, but you can respect the dialogue. To me... No, you can't. No, you can't. Diablo Cody writes some of the shittiest dialogue in Hollywood. Okay, okay, okay. I, 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 okay don't I give disagree. me that clap. Oh, like, you, like, you shut your whole wang chung. <laughs> Listen, they got the Evil Dead template, so they covered all the crazy shit. And and remember now, that shit came in. And, and Jamie, I totally agree with you that some people don't like it. I thought it was pretty witty or whatever. Anyways, it sounded like they were backtracking. They had her come, come in and fucking touch up the script or whatever. So it was literally probably like, okay, how am I going to fucking develop these characters? And you can't really, you know, you got to develop them in the beginning, right? And like I said, I didn't see it, so I can't, you know, I can't call comment on it but it seems like that was the situation that went down they got the whole movie and then they're like oh shit we gotta build these people up and make them seem more quote-unquote human and then that's when she came in and tried to touch it up i don't know just my opinion i don't fucking know what do i know i, didn't, I wasn't sure if did did she end up having a, did, or did she end up actually writing some of the script because i never <clears throat> i believe so but like, even if i knew she, that she was yeah. supposed to come in i knew right. that uh, but i didn't know whatever the outcome of that was if right. she did then that explains a lot. Oh. I mean, it does because yeah. she's a shitty writer. She is. I'm sorry, but you know, she. I know she's like got this great story. She's a stripper with the pen of gold, you know, and she, you know, and yeah. a bullshit. Yeah, the I don't can't write her way out of a paper bag. All I'm saying is my my main point was it seems like they backtracked and tried to throw in some quote unquote character development because they because uh, the rest of the movie was just fucking insane. When I first watched it. 
I felt that David was like the most re- dumbest character in, in horror movie history in the last five years, if anything. The nurse was just like a blah, whatever character. Uh, Natalie, the girlfriend of David, completely undeveloped. All we knew about her is that she, for no reason at all, she had like some weird issue with the nurse and called her out on two separate occasions. She was like, oh, doctor, oh, nurse. And then she was like, well, we all been taking your lead, and that's why everything's going wrong. You're, you're not doing the right thing. Like, out of nowhere, she just had this really bizarre, it didn't even develop in anything. It just was really pointless. And um, the the grunge nerd with the glasses, Eric, I, I was irritated by him because there's oh I feel like there's always that character in every movie. You got the long hair, the <laughs> glasses all the time. They always act like they have a stick up their ass. And they always got to put glasses on the guy that's supposed to be the intelligent one who's going through the book and figuring things out. He has to wear glasses, right? Yeah, but where was the pothead in this movie? Like in Cabin in the Woods and shit, you know? I couldn't I have been you. because the whole reason they were there but, was to get her off heroin. And yeah, she was the pothead. It wouldn't really make sense if they had, you know, people sitting around token up while, <laughs> while she's going through the DTs. Exactly. <laughs> and I, What did you guys think about that? Um, that whole reason why they were there and shit? I thought that was fucking brilliant. Yeah, great job. I, I it. love it, dude, because, listen, everybody knows fucking people that have gone through fucking detox and shit like that. And, uh, you know, I've told Alex this. I don't even know if I told Jamie this a long, long time ago. I fucked up my back and my doctor fucking had me on four perk 30s a day. I was a fucking – so I had to detox myself from that. So I felt her pain, you know. You could see it and you can see why that um, mistrust comes in too. Nobody believes a fucking junkie, you know. It's like you're crazy, you know. So that whole setup – and they didn't take that too far either. You know, I Yeah, was, you almost I, didn't even see her pain, dude. All, the only time she flipped out was about that fucking smell in the basement. Right. And other than that, there were no signs of DTing. Except, I mean like what part was she really – it was all about getting raped in the woods. That was her big reaction. The other one was that she smelled that cat, the cat shit in the basement, right. and and that's it. I mean, there were no other signs. She of- didn't really have time. I mean, right. before she got a chance to really get into the part where it's going to start making you climb the walls and go nuts, she was already possessed. I mean, that's- so. Right. Exactly. They didn't and, have and a chance to really develop that. I don't think it's even necessary, though. I mean, we get the idea. I don't have any complaints about that. You know, we 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 get why they're there. We get. I mean, and, and I think they actually gave us a solid reason right. for them being there versus in the original, which you know I love. You know, so right. I I'm not bashing it. I'm just saying in the original. You know, it was, you know, we're going to borrow someone's cabin and go there and, you know, yeah. block. This actually gave them a little bit of history with this cabin, which, you know, which helped out later on when they knew their way around, when they yep. knew um, where to find things or like the hole in the in the shed floor and things like that. Um, I found it really helpful that they already had a pre-existing history with this place. Right. It also made it even um, it also made it even that much more tense because exactly they you know they have a history with this place right. and this isn't what's supposed to go on here this has never been like this so mm-hmm. something bizarre is happening whereas in the first one these people have never seen this place in their life they have no idea what to expect oh i was gonna say not that they 
took this in the original Evil Dead or whatever, but, you know, how many times have we seen, oh, yeah, let's go out to party. You know, you look at Cabin Fever, fucking Cabin in the Woods, all the Cabin movies and shit like that. So they took the um, opposite approach. Like, this chick partied way too much. And you know what? You know what it was about that, too? It brought all the characters closer, like you just said, too. Like, you felt like they were there for their friend, not just like, oh, yeah, let's go party or whatever. So by the time, you know, everybody's dying or whatever, you know, you're just like, yeah, you know, whatever. At least they at least tried to fucking, you know, build some some sort of situation where you could see the group being somewhat of a cohesive yeah, unit. I don't yeah. think they totally achieved it, but at the same time, that I like that idea. I love it, actually. Yeah, they actually tried really well by that scene on the on the porch, which is probably one of the slower. That's when the movie was a little slow in the beginning, and I gotta tell you, that changed also from first viewing to second. But uh, that scene on the porch that established that. Uh, character closeness and uh, you know like you said another right. layer was when they said listen David when she breaks and she will we don't want to let her out of here you know they had a common goal they want they had to get this guy on board they you know he can't you know just do whatever his, his sister wants and that added a different a whole nother layer and it made it like very cohesive just like you said it, right and it already sets it up that they're friends see that situation alone yeah. sets it up that they're all friends as opposed to okay let's go part and then from there have them in the cabin and then come up with things or or reasons or or conversations between characters that try and hype it up like they're friends or there's a deeper issue like you know like we said like oh you know they start talking about family things so you care right from the get-go they don't have to do anything they say listen these guys are friends you know like you said the nurse and all that it seems so real that you don't you almost don't have to get into character development and honestly guys it wasn't a problem for me with, with the with the lack of character development, just because of what what kind of fucking movie this is, and in all reality, in for an hour and a half long movie, I don't want to see fucking character development in the Evil Dead. It's the fucking Evil Dead. Let's get to the economic counts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really feel like we got enough to chew on. We got enough to know who they are, or the ones that that were important, the ones we don't know about. You don't really need to know about them. You know enough, except for right. Natalie. That whole thing, their relationship doesn't seem real to me. Mm-hmm. It it didn't it didn't it didn't work it didn't it was pivotal to have that for for this obvious the scene when she got fucked up and right. it just didn't work it just did not work at all and and that's weird but you know what it overrode it because she was so fucking creepy looking and it was so badass what was happening Ugh. you almost only on second viewing though you you kind of don't give a shit see the the thing about second view oh yeah one more thing about the. Uh, the thing establishing friends and history is when they said, you know, we she already went through this. She died two times with the overdose. That also established a history. So, again, you know, we've all been here before. So now it's like this is all, you know, we've been here before. So it's not like who are these people? You know? Right, right, Like you already right. know they have a, a thing. Yeah. Second viewing was so important to this movie. Mm. Yes. I will. I will. Yes. I'm going again. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to like it a lot more. Yes. When I first watched (laughs) it, all I could do was pick out every single problem and say how this didn't work, why this didn't work, I don't know about this, I don't know about that. Yeah, maybe comparing. Once you go in, knowing now... And it's like, it's not like, oh, I know this is going to happen. You absolutely know. So now you're just going to, you take it for a different ride. It's very different. And this movie really shot up, I would say, like three points for me. Wow. On the second viewing. It was so 
crazy, dude. I never had that experience before. Normally, when I see something again, it gets worse. Right, right. Yeah, this, I completely agree with that. I'm so yeah, glad. Jamie, how many times have you months. seen it? Like 15. I've only seen it twice. But um, I, I plan to see it again. But the... <laughs> but the the um and the last time, by the way, the last time I did that, the last time I saw a movie three times in the theater was Drag Me to Hell. Mm. Oh Jesus Christ! So, look, don't start any crap with me. I I don't understand oh. how you can you can enjoy this, but you have a problem with Drag Me to Hell. Don't drag me into this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have enough movie to talk about. All right. Anyway, so I, I don't do that very often, but you can kind of right. see the kind of movies that dry, that that I guess yeah. get me that you, you um, forgive everything on the second viewing it's amazing you forgive everything and what i was really hoping for because when i went to see it initially it was an advanced screening so it was packed Whoa. you know it was packed full and no one said a word it was completely unresponsive it was weird hmm. the whole and i'm like well fuck that nick the next time i go <laughs> Then hopefully my crowd will be a little bit better. You know, I'll get a better audience. Not at all. These people just sat there stone faced. And I'm talking to <laughs> oh. other people who go to see this movie, and they're like, "Oh man, my audience was going crazy." And I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with this town?" Right. But <laughs> but anyway, upon the second viewing, it didn't really. I thought that it would be helpful to have the audience uh, get more into it, and they didn't. But as it turns out, it didn't matter anyway because the second viewing right. was just. So much better, you know, and when I watched it the first time, I sat there through probably the first two thirds of the movie, uh, not, I mean, I was just sitting there looking at it, you know, I was like, yeah, eh," you know, and then like the like during the third act, it really picked up and everything. Yeah. Oh my God, Jamie, same with me. When I first saw it, I was so bored in the, in the beginning of this movie. I was like. Well, it's like mostly boredom and some good things happening and then boredom, good things, boredom, good things. And then the end picked up and I'm like, okay, like, okay, now I see why everyone's saying all these weird negative things. Like, it, it's weird that you expect it so much and it's just okay. And and on the second viewing when I know everything that's going to happen, right? It the pace picked up so much better. I don't know how that worked. I do. But if anybody doesn't like this movie, best thing you could do is watch it again. When when you go into this movie or whatever, you get so many fucking comparisons, dude. And it's very hard these days for people to, um, you know, uh, disassociate themselves with seeing the first movie and then expectations. And look, the marketing on this movie... You can't pay attention to trailers, marketing. Listen, guys, I know both of you guys aren't are gonna aren't gonna fucking tell me that this was the scariest movie you've ever seen, like the like the posters kind of alluded to. It's not. It's not it's barely even scary. It's not fucking scary. But you know what, dude? I see all these people already nitpicking and stuff like that. And my whole thing is with a movie like Evil Dead, dude, you cannot look at it like like, oh, yeah, this is just another horror movie. You have to fucking take it in for what it was, an experience. And which you got to go with friends. And like Jamie said, it sucks that the crowd wasn't into it and shit like that. But 
I want people to fucking listen and, and hopefully maybe look inside themselves and realize that maybe it's not the movie. Maybe it's just fucking your critical ass and, and we've seen everything and shit like that. It's like, come on. This is a great fucking movie. It's fun. But you have to, have to take it for what it is. You can't compare it to the first movie. I heard a lot of people fucking say, oh, yeah, you know, I didn't buy this in the movie. They changed this. This was stupid. Well, if you remember correctly, now Jamie may differ, but there was a lot of stupid shit in the first movie, too, where you're like, we, we were talking about it in exactly. the review. Like, first movie has tons of stupid shit. You guys have to open up your fucking minds. And the thing is about character development or whatever, I'm sorry, dude, but if there was fucking 20 even 10 extra minutes of character development, you know everybody would be bitching and saying, this is so boring, get to the fucking shit. So you can't win. These people made a movie that they wanted to make, period. You can't change it. It is what it is. Everyone will never be happy. That's what it is. But I just, it irks me. It doesn't upset me, but it just, I want to shake people and be like, come on, man, like lighten up. Like I understand nothing will ever be what it's supposed to be in your own head. And that's the problem. People need to fucking, you know, this isn't the matrix, but fucking free your mind, dude. Like open up the possibilities that it's a fun fucking horror movie. Uh, It's not trying to fucking be groundbreaking in any sense of the imagination. And and a lot of people say, oh, you know, fucking, I heard some people saying, you know, oh, you know, we heard that it wasn't fucking CGI and I saw CGI. Does that really irk you, dude? Like, who gives a fuck? Because first of all, actually, Jamie said that. People, yeah, but Jamie's fucking insane. I love her to death, but she's No, I'm just kidding. I love you, Jamie. No, but dude, like. Here's here's what I'm saying, though. It's fucking Evil Dead. Come on. It's a fun fucking, you know, like Necronomicon movie and crazy shit goes down. And really, at the end of the day, guys, it's a gross out movie. Like, you like, fuck, you know, it is. It is. And I, I think that actually brings up something that I wanted to touch on briefly. And that's that I think that a, a theme <laughs> running throughout this. Yeah. You know, I don't want to take away from your rant. I'm. <laughs> uh, a theme running throughout this, I think, is uh, desecration of the flesh. And um, Bo and I talked about this, and he actually brought it up. And I hadn't thought about it until he brought it up. But then once mm-hmm. I watched it again after we talked about it, I'm like, ah, yeah, that's exactly what this is. And it's very reminiscent of the body horror of early Cronenberg. It's because, I mean, everything that was and they're getting it from all different angles here it's either you're destroying someone else or someone what? else is just someone's destroying themselves like with Olivia or um well actually in a lot of cases um it's hell bent they seem hell bent on just destroying the flesh or just make creating as much pain or disfigurement as possible and right. just getting a lot of glee out of it mm-hmm. um and to me that that is what a demon like this would do. You know, they right. sit around here for thousands of years, you know, napping until someone comes along and wakes them up, and then they're gonna have. And they don't give a shit about the bodies. They don't need to keep them. Right. Right. You know, they just want to fuck them up. And right. so, yeah, um, yeah, right, right. And they have a good time with it, and then you know they go back to sleep for a while, and then you know a bunch of teenagers will come back later on and do it again i'm sure and that's just the way it is i think um we're like crazy dude sometimes because we seem like the only ones that take it for what it is and i know you said you had a better time watching it um second viewing alex i had a good time watching it first viewing but i want to see it again dude and again 
and I want to really look at these movies for 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 what they are, you know, as opposed to this is the scariest movie experience or whatever the fuck the poster said. You yeah, I can't. I have to say one thing. I will say right out of the gate, I don't think it was scary at all. No. Oh, it's no. not going to keep me out of a basement. No. You know, it's not going <laughs> to yeah. it's not going to keep me up at night. I don't even think about those things in a, in a like a horrific manner like I do with say Insidious, which right. I I think did it brilliantly. Um now of course that's my opinion, you know. Um and I'm sure I can see on a second viewing, I can see where people would find this film scary. Right. I can see um like if you're affected by like, you know, jerky movements or freak mm-hmm. freaky looking eyes or demonic yeah. voices, then okay, you know, <laughs> this is for you. Right. I just don't find it scary. However, I did find it a whole lot of fun. You know, and um uh I that's okay. That it that is of. okay with me, you know. Right. The first one, I still think the original Evil Dead is truly scary, you know. And and I was kind of hoping to get that from this. I didn't, but it doesn't. Scarier. Um, it doesn't mean it was bad, and in, in, in the least, I think it was great. I mean, to me, it's just like right. when I go to a Raimi movie like this, like or like an old school Raimi movie or this one, because I've said it before and I said it last night again, and I'll say it again today. If you, if I didn't know better and someone told me that Raimi made this movie, I would believe it. Yeah. You know, the camera shots are there. The puke is there. The goo is there. You know, this is like early Raimi and I love the hell out of it. It was What did you think about the look of it? Um, not just like, of uh, gorgeous. But the, the outside and, and the mist. Oh, oh beautiful. That was one beautiful. of the best. Alex, what would you think about that, bro? Oh, I love it. It's so good, right? And that's what I mean. Like, there's so many good things about these movies, man, that it's like, yeah, you can look at the bad or whatever, or you could just take it for exactly what it is and try and have a good time. And and I really did. I had a fun time with this. But it's because you got to drop your expectations and your preconceived notions and, you know, oh, this wasn't like the original Evil Dead and shit like that. And that stuff doesn't annoy me, but it just makes me, like I said, want to shake people and be like, man, just have fun with it. That's what these movies were made for. Well, I don't need with. it to be like the original Evil Dead because I, I have the original Evil Dead, you know? It's, it's Always gonna be there, always. I I don't I don't need that again because I don't think. I mean I don't know I have it again and to me uh, that movie is scary and good and fun and there you know there. Yeah, I think I don't know. I think with opinion wise from what Dan said, I think that there's a lot of people who are a little too into horror movies and too into the whole I'm gonna I can't wait to run on Facebook or whatever yeah. and blog my feelings. I think that. Those kinds of people, they sit in the movie theater with their arms folded and they just like with their head back and to the side a little bit and they're like... They're looking hard. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, they're already looking down at it. You know, exactly. They're already looking down their nose at the movie. Well, Roscoe of Gil and Roscoe made an excellent point, I think. I like those guys. I like that show. <laughs> yeah, they're awesome. Um, made an excellent point, I think, when he said that, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he said that basically there are a lot of people out there who find who found a lot of joy and glee in the fact that this movie was not perfect. And I, right. I totally see where he's saying there because you have yes. the droves of horror fans who are going to see this movie, Owls of Horror, and um, they, <laughs> they, um. They have no intention of liking it. 
Yeah, exactly. They don't want to like it. It's a remake. I don't. It's unnecessary. I don't. It's going to be crap. I don't want to see it. It's not going to be good. So they sit there, just like you said, with their arms folded. And then when they can find an imperfection in this movie, they are so fucking happy that they don't have to concede they were wrong. Right. I still right. think they are wrong, though. You know, because nothing is perfect except for Jaws. I know you could do that with the yeah, Jaws. Sure. <laughs> you could do that with any movie, horror or not. Like, I guess people people find like. Oh, look, I just found a mistake. Look, I just yeah. found this. I just found that. I mean, look, we sort of do that, but that's – when I say – when we do it, we do it with a love still, and it's just – it. we do it with let's talk about things. Right, right. I never intentionally try to make a movie bad. Yeah, we don't – yeah, intentionally try to say it's not good. Well, I don't it, want to ruin my own experience. That's just exactly. stupid. Exactly. I'm – of horror. I love horror. I want to go into a movie and enjoy it. I think people love horror they already know. They don't want to love new horror. Like, now that they're there, and now that these movies are coming in on their watch, now that they realize they're horror fans, now it's like, well, I don't know if I'm going to accept you into this world. I love Jason, and I love Freddy, and Michael Myers, and you're not that. You know what I mean? Like, people are so stuck on that shit. They are. I mean, I've had a crush on Jason since I was seven years old, but that doesn't mean that that I can't like something else that comes Exactly. Over. Like, you gotta let that shit go. I think we've had some of the best horror films historically come out in the last 20 years. Yeah. And, you know, really? we've got things like Dog Soldiers, which was fucking brilliant, um, and The Descent, yeah. which is amazing. Oh, I love and, The Descent. And, um, you know, these movies are good. They're so uh. good. But no one wants to... Well, no one wants to say, yeah, we, you know, we have some good stuff coming out now. Yeah, nobody wants to say that. Well, Everyone wants to dwell on the negative, and I'm so sick of it. I'm sick of the negativity. I want to have fun. And, and we're not, we're not looking at things with a blind eye, or, or I can't do that accent with a blind, with a blind. I can't. Oh, fuck them. But I, I can't. You know, we're not. We don't look at things. Do I sound like somebody who reviews something with a blind eye? Like, do I let anything go? No. Oh. But at the same time, when I talk about them, it's just to get involved in a discussion. It's not to and and then saying, yeah, they did this, 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 and that. But I still loved it. And like Jamie said on the last show, so what? Yeah, there are things wrong with this movie. There are lack of character development. There are lame characters, and the lead guy really isn't that great of an actor, and he's not that compelling of a character to take over the movie once the girl gets possessed. But at the same right. time, who cares? Because I'm too focused on how badass the scene in the bathroom was, how badass the arm scene was with the other, his girlfriend. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> how badass yeah. is at the end. Yeah, I'm I'm all over the place with this. I'm loving the things that are happening. I, I don't, I'm not going to focus on the fact that he's not that good. And I will focus on the fact that I began to like the, the guy with the stick up his ass with the long hair and the glasses. I began to like him because he was such a smart ass. He was like... His heart, though. He had a problem with some sharp things. <laughs> oh, my God. That is the most resilient motherfucker in the world, man. How is he even alive? This guy got shot 50 times with a nail gun, stabbed in the chest, stabbed in the face with a fucking needle. This guy got, like, what else happened? I mean, I know more stabbed things happened. In the abdomen... Uh, with mm. the, the box yep. cutter. Yeah, yeah. And, then he, and then he slipped on the girl's face and fell on the toilet oh, bowl on his back. Like, <laughs> yep. And he's still down there to be, to beating the shit out of Mia to, to save uh, uh, David. Like, I could not believe this guy's alive. It was phenomenal. But that, you know, but... Then we get that really creepiness from him at the end, which 
I honestly, when I was, I didn't even notice it the first time I watched it that much. I don't know why, but then when I watched it last night, mm. I was looking at him and I'm like, God, and the way he's just standing there, like all the other ones are, are yep. you know, all the other ones are doing stuff and they're talking and they're being in your face, you know, and he's just standing there looking <laughs> fucking creepy. And I'm like, that's actually, that's pretty cool. You know? That was so <laughs> bad. I got to tell you, the Deadites, and I'm going to say things that are sacrilegious. I don't give a shit. Fuck them. The Deadites in this movie, you can't even compare the original. Don't nope. even go there. Don't the do makeup it. sucked. The Deadite, everything about the look <laughs> of them, the shit they did, not their their deaths suck dick compared to this. I don't care what you think about it. You can hold that movie to your heart all you want. That movie, the Deadites suck compared to this. You know, you know I do. <laughs> how i feel about it jamie you're gonna tell me you cannot compare these two deadites oh you can't you can't and, okay. and i uh that's what i'm saying is as much as i love the first one i will always love the first one and i love the quirkiness and the awkwardness of the special effects because that's part of its charm right um this one is far superior in that respect oh, i love it. the look i love what they did with the eyes yeah. i love what they did with um oh my god the scenes where she's in the basement and like all the shit's going on upstairs and so you can see her like rah, 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 like she's like in the basement like she was laughing at it like freaking out like she's just like ah you know i loved that this girl tore up this fucking role i have to say i she blew it out of the water and also let's not forget the fact that in the first movie the deadites that were above ground did nothing. She sat there and singing a song just trying to annoy this guy. In this movie, the deadites that were above the basement were actually just as, as hazardous as the one locked in it. So now you have threats coming at you constantly. The first movie did not do that. Once again, better direction with the deadites. Come oh my on. God, Alex. Dude, I'm so good. I'm sorry to interject, Alex. Dude, what you just said is, uh, I think, the exact reason. And you kind of said this earlier, too. Now, when people say, oh, I love Evil Dead and shit like that, dude, if you're going to nitpick a movie like this, why not go back to that? I think it's people want to say, you know, they may be because it already happened before they were born. They want to own it, though, dude. They want to say, it didn't listen. happen before I was born. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, though. But, I was actually born when it happened. But, yeah, so uh, with, with that, though, people are comparing it and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, well, like we said in the first one, that chick just sat there and laughed at him the whole time and shit yeah. like that. So for you to hold it and make it sound like Evil Dead 1 just was can't, so you, perfect, yeah. you can't compare it and shit like that and then nitpick, fine. But you got to understand, you got to think logically and say, well, that movie wasn't perfect either. It had some slow moments too and what the fuck was this part and shit like that. So I think everybody wants to say – well, everybody's going to love this movie, so now not I'm going to rip it, but I'm going to bring out some shit that nobody's heard before and shit like that. And dude, with the internet these days and everybody's a critic and shit, I swear to God, guys, and I'm, this is why I'm so glad we're doing – we're talking about remakes and shit like that. I swear, dude, I think a lot of people, the majority, have, have lost touch of what it's like to have a relationship with, with watching movies and the experience. That should go – First and foremost, before anything, dude. And then, okay, yeah, you can nitpick further down the line or whatever. But this is not a movie where it's like an abomination. Guys, it was no. a great fucking movie. Take it for what it is. I'll give them a pass. I'll even say 
that if you watched it once, I can see why you probably don't like it or think it's that great. But I guarantee you, if you watch it one more time, and now that all this stuff, you are now, it's it's uh, you're in your mind. You're, mm-hmm. What's that? You're good with it. Like, you've, you've settled that crap in well, your mind. Right. You're okay it. with it now. Even though you think you're not okay. No, because I didn't like this or whatever. You will be okay, believe me. When you watch it again, you already know that this is what's happening. This is all you're getting out of these characters. And this is what's happening. And, you know, all that kind of stuff. Once you accept that that's what it is, you will love this movie. It, it could be viewed a lot of ways. Having Sam Raimi's car in that movie, a lot of people think that that could mean that all that stuff with Ash did take place, especially when you put that end part in and he says groovy. Like, was he looking at something? Like, what what was that uh, point of view? Who knows? Who cares? But the thing is, it could be that, like, this is taking place after what happened at the end of Army of Darkness when they were in the store. So this is all real. And uh, I, why would his car be there? Did it really come back from the medieval times with him when he recited the shit? I don't know. Or but, maybe it was just they felt like throwing it in like an ode to the original. But my, or my whole an thing, ode to Raimi in general because he puts exactly. that car in every movie he oh, makes. Right. Every movie. But, so it's like, you know, it, it's it's a, yeah, here you go. There were a lot of those little things. Right. A lot of them. And that and actually when we get a chance to actually talk about the movie, I want, I want to <laughs> – like, there are things that I can't wait to bring up as far as homage. Yeah, I'm go. sorry. Yeah, all right. <laughs> okay, so uh, going into the basement, a lot of people say things like, when these guys go to, why are you going to a basement? Obviously, this was a good reason. They smelled shit. The dog was sniffing the rug. They saw the blood. Okay, <laughs> I see why you'd go in the basement now. Yeah, they gave a solid reason. Yeah, but here's what I don't like about that. How come only the... Uh, Mia smell that shit because she at that point was no in no different state than anybody else in that movie and nobody smelled that shit except for her why well she Olivia did say she was extra sensitive right then no but she's not because she just got there she smelled it the the first thing she said when she walked in is what is that smell and nobody else smelled it so it wasn't like she was going through her eighth hour of withdrawal it made no sense that she was the only one who smelled it and she didn't get raped by the tree so she didn't have any extra senses nothing and the other thing i want to talk about is were there any cell phones no was this supposed to be taking place today yes and nobody uh well they're out in the middle of fucking nowhere they probably didn't work well, they never even addressed it, though. I, I don't – you know what? I, until you just brought that up, I didn't even think about it. Exactly. And I like the fact that they didn't do it because everyone feels like you have to do that these days. You have to establish why there are no cell phones. You know? Yeah, that is annoying. Um, and they didn't, and I didn't even notice, and I didn't even care. You know. So Let's talk about the Deadite thing in general. Now, you got this uh, – the main Deadite, I guess – this this Samantha lookalike from The Ring, uh, who was, <laughs> who was following Mia around in the forest, like Samara. Samara. Uh. <laughs> Why did they make her look so much like Mia? Like honestly, when I first saw that, the first viewing, I thought, you know how sometimes there's like a, a, a like a, a par what's it? not a para like a, like a double of yourself but an evil one doppelganger. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's what you will eventually become. Yes. You know, I thought that that's what was going on. I thought that thing was gonna be. I think be... it was. The I mean the are you talking about the the one that showed up like during the rape scene? Yeah. Yeah, I think that was mm. her. 
there was yeah one. i think so too i because I, I looked i mean at the first time i was like is that her is that not her is that her is that not her like I yeah, that's what decide. i was doing i was last night i was paying extra close attention and um if you look at the eyes and everything and is it, it her it, it was her yeah it so it, it was foreshadowing her fate then I think so, and I think the abomination at the end uh, was also like a – what I get from it is that it, it is – or what I took from it is that I think that they were trying to like project her onto whatever it was, like project herself. So she's looking at herself, an abomination of herself. Right. Um, that's where I take it anyway. What about the the point of view thing that follows them through the woods? Because was that supposed to be the Samara looking thing? Because and and remember I asked in the first retrospective, did they ever show Ash from the front and you could see behind him when he's running and they don't show anything? In this right. movie they do do that. They mm-hmm. show the girl from the front and you don't see anything behind her. And when you see the girl standing, then all of a sudden they show her running. They show from a point of view that that girl was standing and she's no longer there. But she's nowhere closer either, and that thing is still following her, and she sees something. So we still don't have a solid answer of what that actually was. But uh, which uh, tree rape scene was better? I think this one. Uh, this one yeah, right? Well, it, for a couple of reasons. One, I like the fact that she was suspended off the ground, uh, and and that it came close to killing her. You know, with the choking her. I think it was much more vicious in this one. Yeah. Also, in the first one. Um, You've got the only thing that really happens is that she gets raped by a branch, which right. doesn't really, you know, what's the point of that? In this one, it's the entity itself crawling up inside her, and I think that makes so much more sense. Yeah, it stays in her. It doesn't. Yeah, leave. that that explains how it got in her, and you know, um, because honestly, just from having a branch rammed up your, you know, I don't. <laughs> What is that going to do? You know, and the way she was moving, like her legs, like she was having sex with it in the first one and the original, like, yeah, like it, you would have to think. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. You know, I love. There was a great tense moment where it's spiraling up her leg, and yeah. she's watching it, and there's not a goddamn thing she can do to stop it yep. because you know she's being restrained. So she's watching it with this look of horror, and then like when it actually goes up. Um, and then she's just she's it's so believable. I love yeah. that scene. I Great love scene. that scene so much. You think she came? <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. Oh, good. <laughs> what do you What do you guys think about the Necronomicon predicting everything that was going to happen? I thought that was kind of cool. I really liked this book in this one with the warnings and mm. uh, you yeah. know, uh, don't read this or leave this book alone. And- <laughs> Don't be an asshole and <laughs> stop There's reading. There's so this. many dumb decisions, characters. Why would you ever read that if it's a warning? Oh, God. It's a fucking horrible movie. Every one of us would still read it. I would yeah. not. I would yeah. not. But that's oh, because. Please. Yes, you would. No, I wouldn't because I don't believe in, <laughs> in tempting shit like that. You know? You don't know what it is. You don't know what was going on down there. It's a basement full oh, of dead please. cats. Nothing. I don't believe in any of that stuff. I'd say, okay, go ahead. Show me. Something yeah. fucked up has happened there, and I'm not about to. Plus, this book is wrapped in plastic and then surrounded with barbed wire. I think I'm going to leave it the fuck alone. No, that's fine. I'm Where's my cutters? I would, I would definitely look at it and flip through it, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't recite it. 
Uh, yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll say this, though. The one flaw with the book and this dude, he waited an awful long time to let people, you know, to let them know that shit was matching up. I mean, he didn't until I think when he eventually told them was he he saw that when Mia scolded herself in the shower and her skin was popping loose he ran and that's when this dude said okay we're out of here and he went to go leave uh david and her and uh when that happened he looked at the book and it oddly enough said scolding water or something i don't know what it said feeling mm-hmm. water on the body yeah at that point when they came back he didn't let anybody know that everything is now following the book he waited hmm. till um the girl said after um Mia shot David and then threw up on the nurse and then was thrown in the basement and then they said let's get another sedative. At that point he said, dude, I don't know if that's going to work. I have a feeling that a lot of shit that's happening has a lot to do with that uh, witchcraft stuff for whatever it is down, downstairs. That's when he first said it but at no point did he even tell anybody that look, it's all making sense. Never. No, that's true. Yeah. Never. That is so weird i I didn't notice that perhaps at that point he was trying to he didn't want to accept it you know i mean there's a part of us that even though we can see something happening in front of us if it's something that's not supposed to happen then we will still try to find a way to dismiss it because that's just the way humans work i agree with that yeah jamie but don't you think when people watch movies like this though they need shit like that spelled out for them um i do i just mean general (laughs) <laughs> no, as a, and and it kind of irritates me when people do spoon feed the audience. If you hey. don't get it, that's on you, not the filmmaker. And, and yeah, but he didn't tell his friends about it. They have to get it. Oh no, that they have to. Yeah, so the guy doesn't want to tell anybody about you know what's going on in in, in the Necronomicon. So uh, Mia pukes on the nurse, and she gets thrown into the basement. I thought that was badass because I didn't expect her to go through the floor. I didn't know that opening was right there, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, so, that was that was cool. I like yeah, that. yeah. Mm-hmm. Then the, even right before they slam the top of it, you you look down and you see her really creepy, just standing there. That was really cool. The uh, <laughs> the only issue I have with any of that segment right there is when Natalie is like, "What happened to her eyes?" Because because that is out of place. Obviously from the original, and they wanted to bring it back, which is great. But at the point where she says it, you haven't really seen her eyes. And and she's already in the basement with the thing closed, so she's not looking at him right then. And then she just sort of says it's kind of half-heartedly. Yeah. Like, you know, what it's a good point. What happened to her eyes? Like, in the first one, you know, it's like, oh, my God, what happened to her eyes? You know, <laughs> you know what, Jamie? I'll give you a really amazing comparison. In the first one, it was way overboard. Right. And in this one, it's completely downplayed. It's really strange. It's yeah. like none of them got it right. It's hilarious. Because I think in the in the original I think the first time she says, what happened to her eyes? And then she continued, oh, my God, what happened to her eyes? Like there, it's like, all right, no one, no one does that. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> Who does that? Who has time? Yeah. So, you know, um, basically the next scene is the nurse cleaning herself off and then the mirror breaks and then the – Grunge guy comes in looking for, and she's cutting her mouth apart like the Joker. That see, that's another thing, man. The trailer ruined that for me, man. Like if I didn't, 
as soon as I saw it, I remembered it, so it, it took the shock out. But yep. if that if I didn't know that, oh, that would have been great. Right. I yep. didn't. You didn't what? I didn't. Well, I didn't know it because of the trailer. Um, right. However, I was still slightly disappointed with that scene, only because if you look in the book. That demon took off the entire face. Yes. And and she's just kind of sawing into the side of her mouth. Like, I really Ooh. wanted her to just peel it off completely. Well, in all fairness, he interrupted her. So No, well, that's true. But, I mean, she was, doing it like a, she was doing it like she was cutting a jack-o'-lantern. And you just kind of dive in the middle somewhere and start sawing. Right. You know, when, like, if you're going to peel off your face, you go around the perimeter. At least that's what I say. But, um. <laughs> you sick fuck. I would have. I would have liked it to have been a, a little bit further along, warrior, right. and a little bit farther along. But you know, still, it's pretty freaky. This movie was too short, guys. They should have extended it like fifteen, twenty more minutes, and it. I don't know. They could have added more character development, and I don't know. I also feel like she should have come back. Yeah, what happened? Oh, because dude. I don't think that smashing her head with a piece of the toilet counts as dismemberment. Me too. I said the same thing. Like none of them came back. Did anybody expect her not to show up again? No, I've really expected her to come come out at some point. Um, and I think that would have been really cool, cool if she had, because they think they're done with her. You know, she's dead. We're not. She's not an issue anymore. Jamie, again, they did that two friggin' times. What about the girl, the girlfriend, Natalie? I mean, well, let's. Oh, when she kind of dies in his lap, and well, she like, crawls over, and she's like, "Why does my face hurt?" Why is my face hurt? Okay, here's here's the the, the huge flaw with that. Although the nail gun scene was really tense, it was very tense, especially when she comes around the couch like that and is still going after him. That was fucking badass, tense, really good. Knocked her off, blew her arm off. The scene, where, well, we'll get to that. But I just want to say this about her death, actually, first, because we already talked about the the one premature death. She. He, yeah, well, what happened at that point? I think, yeah, that's when he blew her arm off. So she turns around and she's acting like she doesn't, she's not a, a Kandarian demon anymore. She's just like, why are you hurting me? Then she falls to the ground, crawls over. So good. So scary. Uh, the way she looks badass. And then she goes into his lap and then she's like, why does my face hurt? And, and he says, baby, baby. And then the, then the guy starts laughing because the way I took that laugh was, dude, are you an idiot? Do you see that these people are not really those people? Your sister is gone. This is not your girlfriend anymore. Why are you buying it? Do you see what the fuck is going on? Are you stupid? So you think that she's going to pop up as a demon again and go to kill him. But no, she just <laughs> dies. Right. Like, what the hell was that? Like, it's like... Are we missing something? Like, when the guy starts laughing, did you just cut the next scene out when you brought her back to life and you decided maybe we shouldn't go there? Well, I'm wondering if they – I mean, I think they're very loose here with um, right. with with dismemberment. So maybe, yeah. um, maybe the taking off her two arms was enough, you know, because, I mean, like I said – so apparently it was enough to smash Olivia's head with a piece of the toilet. That counts as dismemberment. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, right. Or you know, slicing the abomination down the middle, um, like halfway. That I guess counted. I mean, it was. They seem to be very, very loose about the rules of dismemberment here. But you know, good for them though. Good for them. This is what I mean though. Like they kind well, of it do kept whatever you they from, want. I'll tell you this much because, and and I guess I just proved this point right here because you and I both, I don't know about you, Dan, you didn't say, but you and I both, Alex, expected Olivia to come back. Right. You know, and she didn't. 
And then we were all, as far as Natalie, when she died in his lap, I didn't expect that to be the end of that either. No. But it was. So I think that um, by doing that, they at least kept a little bit of the predictability down. Because if they had come back, we would have been like, ah, I knew it, you know? Ooh, that's a good point, Jamie. You know what? Wow. Yeah, because I, I was expecting him to come back, and you're absolutely right. And, and when it didn't happen, yeah, like, I guess, yeah, people could be let down. But at the same token, like, this isn't the same fucking movie. Like, they're doing – all right, so if they're making decisions to do all this shit with the new one, how is that a bad thing? They're just switching it up. They're doing exactly what they want to do. It's like, whatever, man. I I – I didn't like it per se. I thought they were going to come back. And dude, they could have made him come back in some really scary ways, but they didn't. And and guys, how many more gross out moments do they have in this than scary moments? I mean, come on. It's more gross. I don't think scary. There were scary. Honestly, even when David went into the bedroom after uh, Mia was raped and he sat next to her in the bed and she turned her head and you hear that, that jump sound. I actually get jumped right there. Like I didn't I jumped. Yeah, but jump scares are different, though. Yeah, they're not true scary. But I don't know what a real scare is anymore. I don't even know what the hell I'm supposed to be scared of. <laughs> I know, right? So what's the I difference? Know. I don't even know. Exactly. I don't know. Don't ask me. That shadow thing in Insidious. I had to... I'm t- oh, you mean the Grinch who stole Christmas who was pointing I'm at the kids? Sh- <laughs> <laughs> I know when I'm really scared. And that's when if I watch a movie and then I try to go to bed and I have to call my friend, Jen, to come over and sleep with me because I can't mm. sleep. Then, I and it's pretty safe to say that that movie scared me. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy can't sleep until she had an orgasm with her friend Jen. <laughs> See, I have the same problem every night. I'm going to Pornhub.com. Hold on, hold on. You just, you just, you just. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go to Matt's porn site. Whatever helps you out when you when you listen to this story later. You know. Yeah, then hold on, Jimmy. You Jimmy keep... Hold on. Can you tell? Can you tell that story again, just kind of slower? <laughs> Jen sleeps over. Chicka bow wow. Go. 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 And this is what we were wearing. What were you wearing when Jen came over and slipped into bed with you? The same thing I wear when I record. Your skeleton crew t shirt? <laughs> oh, all right. That was good. All right. So, what were we talking about? Uh, uh, okay. We can't gloss over, although she had a odd death. Natalie's hand scene. Okay, Natalie gets pulled into the basement after she's a sucker and goes down there because she falls for the old, what are you guys doing to me? Why did you lock me down here? Oh, we're just trying to help you. She actually fell for that. Although the whole house was spinning and the wind and the door opening and she's talking in voices and levitating and fall. I don't know if she levitated, but she fell down. All that. She still believed Mia was normal. Went downstairs, got her hand bit. Made out with her. She cut her tongue. That was the famous tongue-cutting scene. And by that, by the way, that scene failed for me because it was a little too dark. And I couldn't fully enjoy the eye, the one eye going down and one eye going up as she uh, slit her tongue. I, it was just too dark for me. I just couldn't really take it in as I hoped. Literally? No, it, dark? Like you couldn't see it? Or? I, I couldn't literally see it. Oh, okay. Very dark. Yeah. Hmm. But they say that movie theaters, they save a lot of money by not putting the full amount of light that they're supposed to be shooting through the film. Yep. They save money. It's actually, they lower it like by 40% than they're I supposed to I heard that be. too, bro. You're yeah. absolutely right, sir. So yep. you can't see shit in the movies, really, unless you're mm-hmm. going to a high, I don't know, I don't know. But, uh, okay, Natalie's hand is now taken over. She's in the bath, uh, the kitchen, squeezing the blood. Now, did any of you, too, expect her to start breaking plates over her head? <laughs> no, that was fucking awesome, though. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was kind of the equivalent <laughs> to the fucking laughing scene to me. Like, what the fuck is going on? Not as crazy, but you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> and, and and this is coming from three people that fucking, you know, watch Evil Dead and know all the fucking tricks and just did a retrospective. To be surprised at a movie still and be like, what the fuck? Come on, man. That's fucking good shit, dude, you know? Well, I didn't expect the turkey cutter to go through the bone. That was uh, surprising. But uh, maybe she just uh, went through the elbow and just like kind of twisted it off. At first, the first time I saw it, I thought that she just went through the skin and then like the skin fell off. You know, like it just sort of the skin slipped off the arm. <clears throat> but then when I saw it again and well, then and later on, I realized that the, the bottom part of her arm is missing, kind of like mine in the skeleton crew picture. So there's <laughs> really no there. Obviously, that's not what happened. Um, and then last night I noticed that it was the entire thing. Um, I'm guessing that where she started cutting, there's no way it would have gone through the bone there. But if she moved down to the joint, right? Uh, then she could have, then she could have gone through it. But <clears throat> I don't know. I think if you're gonna, people are gonna complain about that. That's just a little bit too nitpicky. Yeah, so. that's too. Never <laughs> see 127 hours. That was some shit. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That was, was real shit. Yeah, he had to literally cut his hand off, bro, or his leg, or one of them. So yeah, he had to cut his leg off. Isn't that crazy? Or his arms, one of them. Yeah, that whole scene with her, one, you know, with the arm going off and then attacking the guys, like when he, um, oh yeah, then then she attacked him with like a crowbar. That's the other thing. The guy survived a crowbar to the head, a couple hits. Like I cannot believe that this this dude was still alive. This. uh how did Eric survive that? That was insane. But I, I like there were some cool creepy parts with that. Like when she's walking over and then um uh David sees her reflection in the television, that was cool. That was scary. Yes, it was. You know? Well so, not scary, but it was it was creepy looking. Yeah. But here okay, here's the thing though. Like when that when the whole death happened, the reason it all was bad for being premature to anticlimactic was because the closeness you're supposed to feel between those two is just not there. This guy was so preoccupied with his sister that there were never any real close moments. And in a day and age in when, you know, horror filmmakers know that um, most characters are just known as being on the surface body count, I think, you know, more care should have been put into the relationship and their love for one another because, like I said, Ash and Linda established their closeness way better than these two. And I just couldn't relate to the inner struggle or anything. Like when she was like, why are they hurting me? I get it's creepy, but I didn't feel like his feelings for hearing it and looking at her. It just, just didn't work, you know? And that, that's, that's one huge flaw with that. I agree with you, Alex. Do you think uh, the mass majority of people would have found a problem with that, with more character development and stuff like that? Kind of like get into it. Because I agree, that's what makes a good movie. You know, you got to blend it all. I don't, I don't think Ash and Linda did too much time-consuming things to establish it. I just didn't, I didn't feel that way when I mm. saw the original Evendetta. I, I don't know how no. much time you got to put, but it's just like, it's just the overall closeness. The guy never hugged her. He never stood next to her. He was never really talking to her at all. Uh, I don't think he ever said a word to her, really. I, mean, I don't re recall anything with them two. And, um, and, and at the end, she was, uh, she was um, in the basement with Mia, and he's hanging out with the dude in the other room. Then she's cutting her arm off, and he's hanging out with the dude in the other room again. Like he's never with her. There's nothing. Right. There's nothing to 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 get you. Like this is a close. This is a big deal. 
Right. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, you know, there's a very fine line. Uh, you could either dive right into all the craziness or whatever. But, dude, they could have easily built the characters in the beginning. And, yeah, you risk, like, okay, this is boring. Like, you know, but, uh, you know, this isn't crazy right off the bat or whatever. But like you said, man, you care so much about the characters at the end that, you know, it's like it all pays off. It's like, all right, well, you know, that was maybe a little boring in the beginning. So, you know, but whatever. It kind of makes sense now because I feel like I know these people or whatever. And I'm not saying that's the case in this movie they did the exact opposite i'm just saying i don't know it's it's a very fine line when when you're doing evil dead it's like are we really here to build characters and and i think it's essential yes but but that i think that's where they're coming from they're just like yeah you know um they they know each other they all know each other we established that that's his girlfriend and uh let's move on yeah well i don't know i just think what the whole thing bad things are happening aren't we supposed to care i mean i agree i i I feel like i feel like i i feel like okay put us in that situation and i think i would have gotten more emotion out of you guys you know if that were happening to me yeah than he did with her than he did with her absolutely you know I just mean in the movie context, you know, it's like they're making a movie, Sam Raimi's making a movie, and he knows, dude. Like, that's another thing, too. That's got to be a lot of pressure, huh? Like, uh, like coming up with a movie, dude, and doing it yourself. Like, imagine if Carpenter remade Halloween or he had um, the Sam Raimi-type role where he was a producer and shit like that. That's got to be hard. Not not in terms of, like, oh, I'm going to get flack from these people or that, or, you know, like, it's not going to wit here or be exactly like the original whatever i don't know man i think it's just a fine line um it's a fine line because i feel like sam raimi dude he does great characters he builds great characters look at the first fucking spider-man dude come on and even drag me to hell had better character development than that even justin long's character which who he was the boyfriend or whatever dude you felt like he cared so much for her even with that lazy eye so even with that it's like you look at something like that and then you look at a movie like this and it's like you can see why he didn't because you got to get to all the crazy shit. But in the long run, it's like, dude, you got to you got to do the typical movie thing. You know, like th- this movie isn't immune to 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 quote unquote like normal movie things that you do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like character development, which is the first and foremost, you know, always. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how much time they would have needed to spend. I don't know what way you do it or anything like that. All I know is it wasn't there. That's all I know. But do you think it's a fine line, though? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and that's what I mean. It's got to be tough, dude. It's got to be tough to fucking make a movie about all this crazy – because like you said, you know how you said, Alex, that you saw everything coming and you felt like it or whatever and shit yeah. like that? Like, Yeah, exactly, and he knows that. So think about that, dude. That has a whole other layer. He knows that people are already going to be like, oh, yeah, show us the scene where fucking, you know – they get the chainsaw or whatever, the fucking turkey cutter. What, what was that? Thing yeah, like? we knew she was cutting her arm off, obviously. Yeah, and, and that's what gets into the... Boys, thing. it's called an electric knife. Electric knife? <laughs> yeah, a turkey cutter. <laughs> that's what you use for to, to carve turkeys, though. 
Well, right? sure, and any other yeah. meat that you're carving. Oh, <laughs> well, no, I, I call it turkey cutter, too. <laughs> you fucking jive-ass turkey. Um, <laughs> I just think, yeah, no, you guys are right, though. I, I would have loved to see more character development. All I'm saying is being Evil Dead, knowing that he has all these fucking, you know, things that he has to throw in there, that's probably last on the list, right? I mean, think about it, dude. And, and, and in my opinion, that's not the way it should be. Obviously, it was last. You're right. Exactly. So, uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but Jamie, with the bad writing, did did you like the lines when Mia was in the basement and David, her brother, is looking down on her and she's like, "Let me suck your cock, pretty boy." <laughs> and when she was like, he's like, "Mia," and she's like, "Mia doesn't hear you, idiot." Like, I'm sorry, that took me out of it for a uh, you know a good minute. <laughs> I was right. like, "Mia isn't here, you idiot." Like, isn't that a little pop culture-ish? Like, it doesn't sound like uh, an ancient demon would Call talk. Call him like a douchebag or yeah. something. Yeah, hey, hey, jer- hey, Jay, jerk off! Hey, jerk off! This ain't Mia. Come on! Hey, dumbass! Come on, asswipe! Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, it was just bizarre to hear something so today. Right. I don't know, Idiot has been around for a long time. I know, though. but it's just... I mean... She also yeah. said, come down here so I can suck your cock, pretty uh, boy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do you really think pretty boy was something that, exactly. that was going around? But, you know, they 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 can also – I mean, think about what these demons can do. I mean, they can make you believe that they are who you want to believe they are. They, they know true. your history. They know – Yeah, um, right. It's all in there. So, yeah. sure, it could say something like that. My favorite, actually, was when she was like – you know, I can smell your filthy soul because I fully expected her to say cunt, <laughs> and she didn't. Well, she didn't. She say kiss me, you dirty cunt. Dirty cunt. Yeah, she did call her a cunt, but she didn't uh, reference her cunt, when which I thought that? she was about I, to do. When was that, Jamie? After she split that. her tongue. Hmm. I don't remember that. I gotta see it again. I hmm. can smell your filthy soul. Actually, she was licking up Natalie's leg, and then I guess <laughs> that's why I expected her to say that because she licked all the way up to the thigh, and then she. Hmm. Yeah. You know, there's a lot to take into this movie, too. Would you guys agree with that? Oh, and wait till you see it again. You will. Yeah, I was just going to say, wait, yeah, I'm talking to people that have fucking seen it ten times already. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> no, it's all yeah, good. Maybe, yeah. maybe you're right. Uh, well, where are we? Uh, David. Oh, here's, okay, here's the big issue. This is, I have a problem with this. There's one thing. Okay, now, when the nerdy guy is reading the book, he says there's three ways to cleanse a dead eye out of your soul. Oh, yep. Buried alive, burning, or dismemberment. So David sees a tree get hit with lightning, and that tells him that he should bury her alive instead of burning the house down. I don't know. So <laughs> so he goes out to do that. Now, here's the major problem I have with that. If all you have to do is bury them alive, and then their soul will be, you know, or whatever, they'll go back to normal which is apparently what happens here. Mm. Why in the F does a guy knock his daughter out and set her on fire and blow her head off? He read the same book. Why didn't he just bury her alive and and do what this guy did and just shock her back to life or something? Then she'll be fine. Why would you kill her? You got to explain that to me, Alex, because I missed that. Oh, well, in the very beginning, um, you've got a bunch of ugly people standing around and a dad... <laughs> And an ugly daughter, and he knocks her out, ties her to a stake, and sets her on fire, and then blows her head off while she's burning. Now, if you have three choices, why would you choose that for your daughter instead of just burying her alive? 
Does it does it imply that he knows what he's dealing with? Yeah, he knows that there's a bitch reading the book right next to him. Oh wow! Oh, what a dummy! Yeah, and that's what he chooses. Why would you choose that? Why wouldn't everybody just bury all their friends and girlfriends and daughters and mothers alive? No, maybe he thought she would stink up his backyard. <laughs> and then try to uh, even if you don't have the if you're not MacGyver like apparently this guy David is, uh, you could at least try CPR and get him back to life. You know, if Ooh. you don't if you don't create some weird battery thing that shocks him, do something. Yeah. Why would you ever choose dismemberment or or burning with anybody you know? And and if the neck okay, and that leads me to my next question, guys. And we've talked about this in the first one too. Now, because he read that book, what does that mean? If if it was already a presence, you know, like, or was it? I don't know, because I didn't see that scene. Was it? You know, because well, well, the the main thing is, do they already exist? Is it already there? Oh, like part one when the girl's already drawing a picture of the of the book with the thing controlling her hand. The girl with the big nose, and then when the steering wheel comes out of his hand, and when the exactly. door opens up, yeah, that stuff did not happen, I believe, right, Jamie? In this one, there are no physical presences of this thing before they read that stuff. So they imply. Um, you do hear there's a little bit of a hint, and I think this was just a nod, though. When they first pull up to the cabin, you can hear the voice go, "Join us." Really? Yeah, and it's it's yeah. exactly from the first one. It just they huh. just pulled the audio, and they did, did that in several places. They have the rights to it. And uh, well, I don't know, but I guess so. If Ramey was the producer, right? Well, um, hell, he directed the second one. He had nothing on the first. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's yeah, true. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know. Maybe he's obtained him since then. But <laughs> there were a couple of audio knots to to the first one. Um, a little bit of background music. I mean, I wouldn't really call it music. I would more call it sound. Sounds, but, yeah. Um, yeah, in several places, I noticed that. So, um, I don't, I don't think that counts, though, as far as your question is concerned. Yeah, it just, well, I, it, I know. it's not a physical <clears throat> presence. Right, okay. One thing I did, one thing I really did miss from the from the first one, and I didn't do a whole lot of comparison between the two because they're two completely different movies, and there's no point. Um, and I just don't really feel like wasting my time doing that when it doesn't matter. Okay. But um, <laughs> there was one thing that I wish that they had done that they didn't do, and that is the swing. Um, oh, like banging against, against the wall. Cabin. I love that so much. Yeah. And, oh, what um, about, we're gonna get you, not another night. Like, they didn't do that either. Yeah. And, and it was in the trailer. It so was, it was. And I was kind of disappointed by that. Yeah. Now, guys, what do you think, though? Do you think they're saving anything for the sequel? Like, you know what I mean? Like, shit like that, what you just said, Jamie. I don't know. I don't know. Because, I mean, I don't know. Maybe what could that be about? Case. It can't be about Mia going back and cutting her arm off and making it a chainsaw. Oh, oh, yeah, wait, yeah. yeah, we have to get, okay, wait, okay, first, okay, so let's build into that, because obviously there is something in homage, sort of. Okay, for, first of all, were you guys on board with the idea that, um, that burying her alive took the dead eye out of her? Did you not think, because when he, bur- he digs her up, shocks her a few times, she doesn't wake up, then all of a sudden she says, David, and he turns around and she's already standing up? Like, that really seems like a characteristic of a deadite rather than a real person. Like, she's not even tired or fatigued or she's dizzy and falling around. She's just perfectly standing. She waits to stand before she even says anything or makes any sound. I mean, that's just really weird. And it was really quick after he turned around and kind of walked away. I I didn't I didn't know what was going on. I did not believe that she was purified at that point. 
And dude, why are we supposed to believe that? I, I know what you're saying. Like, okay, those are the three ways that you can get rid of him and shit. But in the first one, that shit happened too. Yeah, came and she came up and like, he cut her head off. Yeah. In two of them, in both of them, she came back after he buried her, right. you know? Yeah. So, but I know what you're saying. They, they, they throw in this one that, yeah, these are the three ways you can get him. But it contradicts the first one, which in right. a movie like this, well, yeah, if forget you about it, though. If, yeah, if you're going to make references and little homages and shit, you can't do the opposite. It's just confusing. To me, it was. I, I thought the same thing. I was, like, buried. I'm like, what the fuck is that going to do? Yeah, what does that do? In one and two, that bitch came right back. Right. I don't get that. That's weird. I don't even – see, I think that's a little flimsy right there, the whole yeah, thing. Right. You know? right. I don't like this movie. Hated it. No, I don't hate it. I actually it. don't. I actually don't buy the um, the defibrillator either. Yeah. you know his little MacGyver, <laughs> his little MacGyver battery hypodermic <laughs> defibrillator. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> it, it's uh, a <laughs> hypodermic fucking defibrillator. <laughs> well, it's a little bit silly. If he had been the one with the metal with the medical background, exactly. Who was he? But he's a mechanic. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I didn't come back to see my dying mother because I just got a job at the garage. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh shit! Did you get that garage job, dude? You know what? Fuck your mom. Sh- you know you're gonna get another one later. Don't worry. Like, <laughs> what the fuck kind of person is this guy? <laughs> that guy sucks. <laughs> He's a garage guy, and yet he MacGyvered up a fucking, uh, what, what is that called? The whole thing where you slide the things back and forth and you shock people? Defi- defibrillator. defibrillator. <laughs> Hypodermic defibrillator. Yeah, come on, dude. Get, you have a, a, a good chance of making that shit as I do, and I have no yeah. chance. But you know what, though? that Just that idea alone has a better chance of being in this movie than it does any other horror movie. Yeah, right. Do you know what I mean, though? Like, yeah. with Evil Dead, you you give all this shit a pass, which is my whole thing with this, too. Like, none of it makes sense, nor none of none of the shit fucking really made sense in the other movies, so go with it. Yeah, I went with it, dude. I'm telling you, second watch, brilliant. Do it again. Oh, I can't wait to go again tonight, bro. People gotta do it, man. Yeah, so like I said, that, that whole stand-up thing, I think that was a jump scare just for the audience, not consistent with their current state. But, um, so, uh... David goes in the house, I forgot why, and then he's looking at a picture of everybody, and then the dude, the dude, Eric, uh, comes around and stabs him in the neck with what looked like pliers when it fell to the ground. I don't even know what that is, what that's supposed to mean. What was that, shears? I don't know. Yeah, I don't don't know what, I don't know what was, maybe it was the thing he cut the barbed wire with, I don't know. Maybe. um, So he stabs him in the neck, and apparently David feels like he is going to die, and there is no way out of dying. So instead of running off with his sister in in this Jeep and having a normal life, Mm -hmm. he decides to close the door and take his own life in order to kill Eric as a Deadeye and save his sister. So he shoots the gasoline, the house goes up in flames. However, that was the fifth soul, and like it said in the... In the Necronomicon, when five souls are taken, the the skies will bleed red or something like that. Oh, that was so cool. Yeah, so it literally rained blood. Now, this ah. this is a horror movie. This is like a 90-minute orgasm for a horror fan. Yes. You know what I mean? Dude, yes. You just said it, bro. You're supposed to love this shit. And you you people that are on your fucking high horse, get you should be thrown off like fucking Chris Reeves. Yeah, right? Go see fucking, uh, you know, go see the PG-13 fucking horror movies, dude. This is made for us. Embrace it. 
enjoy it. Pull out your cock when you watch it. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> dude. So that happens. The what, Jamie? What do you call it? The abomination. Yeah. The abomination comes out, which is the main deadite, which we never heard of before. I don't think there ever was one, so this is a new thing, new movie. They added a lot, though, of new shit. Yeah, I like it. I'm glad. I don't want to see Evil Dead. If I did, I'd stay home and put the the thing I already have on. That's my whole point, bro. Thank you, Alex. I fucking love you guys. You guys are fucking where it's at, dude. You know exactly what's what. Yeah, I mean, really, I I don't want to see that shit. Have fun with it. So he does that. I have a question. When... This abomination's chasing Mia around. Why does why does the abomination crawl up to her when remember she hid she went in the little tube tunnel and then she um went in the shed and then hid between the walls. Sort of like that was sort of an homage to part two when he was running between the walls, I think. Walls in part two he was running through? Yeah, remember he was uh, the thing was coming after him and he, he ran in between the oh, walls and the wiring no. and the plumbing? Oh, you think so? Yeah, well, she was in rough. a very tight space. It sort of, oh. sort of reminded me. It's a reach. But the thing crawled up to her. Why couldn't it stand and just walk over to her after it got out of that hole? It just <laughs> right. kept crawling as if its legs were messed up. And meanwhile, after, of course, you see her legs get messed up and then it has to crawl. So I kind of wonder if Ooh, it was a little flub. A little flub, yeah. A little inconsistency, yeah. yeah. Could have been. Didn't yeah, have man. to crawl until it had to crawl. Right. Uh, so, what right. do you guys think about that? I think when, when you saw Mia crawl in that tube, you knew that when she turned around, you'd see that thing, and man, it it was still a payoff. Oh, and that look that she has on her face too. Oh man, I love that scene, dude. Yeah, what'd you think, Jamie? I liked that scene. It was really creepy. Yeah, and that's what I mean, though. This movie wasn't like over the top scary. It had scary moments and shit like that, but um. What I'm trying to get at by saying it's not scary, I don't mean Evil Dead isn't scary. Of course it's fucking scary. It's creepy and all that shit. But uh, I'm just talking about in relation to uh, all the hype and then all the all the promotions and shit like that. Because, dude, uh, from the get-go, man, if you say this is going to be I, – I, you can't quote me on this. What What is it, though? The most terrifying fucking movie But they say ever. that about every single horror movie, don't they? Yeah, dude. You're, you're setting yourself up yeah. for fucking failure, automatically yeah so uh, i don't even take that that's just bullshit at this point like this is we're too smart for that i mean we've seen a hundred years of that bullshit so you're right and maybe i should stop bringing it up i'm just trying to make the point that you know reinforcing that you know it's a fucking movie have fun with it you can't look too deep into a movie about fucking demons that are arisen from a fucking book i mean come on guys yeah yeah really if if you want reality, go sit in your bedroom window and look at the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I heard I heard Daniel Day Lewis is awesome in Lincoln, guys. Go check it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh yeah, so she's, you know, uh are fighting with this thing. She saws its legs off. Oh, well, before that, the thing uh, oh yeah, no, yeah. She saws its legs off and then the abomination pushes the Jeep and lands on Mia's left hand. And it, and when she was going for the chainsaw, I'm sitting there and I'm like, is she going to cut this thing off like ash and that's going to be an homage? But why would you why would you give two of the same homages in one movie? That makes no sense. I think that's like mm. it's so bizarre. Twice in one movie we're going to get the same gross out kind of homage and right. then they didn't and instead they went more hardcore and they had her tear her arm from her hand, which 
to me, literally both times really got to me, man. Yep. Awesome. Then, um, then she grabs the chainsaw and she does the, she does the one line that we all know is coming, the goofball line, which is in every movie like, come on, cuz, get him, cuz, and Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> Do your thing, cuz. Yeah, and Texas Chainsaw 3D. And now in this one, you got, I'll swallow your soul, I'll swallow your soul. And she's like, swallow this or something like that. Chew on this or, I forgot, she said something. And then she, Feast on this motherfucker. Yeah. 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 And, uh, that was an homage probably to part two when Ash he said swallow this and he shot the deadites and blew its head off right in part two that's what that was but i love it man she shoved the thing right down its throat and is buzzing away yeah and with that alex don't you think that's perfect tone for this movie because you can't go crazy ash so you gotta go you know kind of make it real and you still gotta have those dude it's evil dead you gotta have those fist pumping moments Mm. all those moments like fuck yeah but you know what dude they they applied it more so to reality than the other ones and that's what i mean about the remakes too guys or whatever you want to call this um i find that it's much easier to connect with with more recent movies and i know i shouldn't feel that way but it just it seems more more real realistic in a sense just because it's it's new and it's fresh and the ideas are fresh and shit like that and going back to 80s movies dude i find it or 70s 80s whatever even 90s at this point shit early 90s you see clothes and certain fucking things that are so dated that it doesn't take me out of it but what I'm saying is with the new movies, I, I, I definitely um, – that's one of those things where that's that's one of the big pluses to remakes, dude. I just like seeing ideas not rehashed but just kind of reimagined, and, and I think it's exciting. And, and that's what I mean. Like I think uh, a lot of people overlook that and look at you know all the stupid shit. It's like, like you said, dude, this movie fucking has blood fucking raining from the sky. Like mm. how could you not love that? People are too good for that. So, and of course, there's people who say, "Oh, now if we say that something's not good, we're wrong." And you know, and I'm I'm a hypocrite in myself because I did not think this was that good when I first watched it. I was very disappointed. I was like, "Well, that wasn't that great." But I don't know, man. There's something about when the second time you let your guard down because, right. like I said, you already know. And when people sit there with their arms folded, that that is a that's a behave, body behavior that you're not letting. You're not going to let nothing in. And that's and that's that's why I said that, and that's what they they seem to do when they sit there. Uh, I I tried to do this uh, going in with with nothing, dude. I um because you guys know me, I didn't smoke nothing, I didn't do anything. I went in dead sober, and I said, you know why? Because because just in case, you know, oh yeah, fucking, you know, I'm too stoned, and it was fun, man. Like I and, and believe me, that's gonna be the second viewing in about an hour or two, but. I wanted to be the first one to be completely unbiased to any other, you know, fucking notions I have in my head, especially after smoking weed and fucking drinking and whatever else. You know what I mean? So it was fun, man. It was fun to actually go in and say solid fucking this movie was great. It was fun. It was awesome. And, you know, and some people, can, you know, oh, Dan was just fucking stoned or uh, whatever. It's like, nah, man, I was dead sober and I was fist pumping and fucking woo, you know, through the whole thing. Jamie, what do you think overall about the movie? Overall, I really enjoyed it. You know, I I uh, enjoyed it much better the second time. I mean, I liked it the first time. And what I found about it was that as I was leaving the theater, I wasn't blown away. But then as Bo and I were talking about it when we were doing our review, I liked it even more. But um, this time, 
after watching it. I like it even more. So, um, yeah, uh, overall, I dig it, and I'll see it again. Oh, cool. Why, why do you think you liked it more the second time? Um, I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe because, uh, well, it's like Alex said, I guess, in the beginning. You know, all the stuff that is out of the way. You know, I knew at that point what to expect, and um, mm-hmm. I could, I was reconciled with it. You know, yeah. and, and you know, not that I had any issues with that in the beginning, but I just feel like I was able to connect better the second time. I'm not sure. Right. I hey, it's a fun movie, man. I, I there's a lot of crap being made out there, and a lot of crappy remakes for that matter. Oh, let's let's think of this too, guys. Uh, as far as you know, and I hate doing this because I'm contradicting myself by putting this in a box, but compare this to all the other remakes. It's up there, right? It's definitely up there. Whether you call it a sequel, remake, whatever, dude. I mean, you know, I think it's fucking much better than the ninety percent of them out there. To be perfectly honest with you. Oh, yeah, this blows away the Halloween remake, Friday 13th, Texas Chainsaw, and the other big one. What's the other you one? You think all of them, you think? Yeah. Wow, dude. Nightmare. You know? Nightmare. Nightmare. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, Jamie. I watched that again the other day, too, Jamie, just to make sure that you weren't completely crazy, and unfortunately you are. Well, whatever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you. No, I did see a lot that I did like in that movie, though. It's not a complete disaster, but there's so many remakes that that try and, and push too far, and I think Nightmare was one of them. And with this one, dude, they took certain elements, and, and they didn't try and push it. They took different ideas, and then they pushed those, but it wasn't the same shit, you know? And, and there were nods and, and, and whatever, you know, with the whole fucking cutting off the hand and shit like that. But, dude, I'll be honest with you guys. If I saw a fucking chainsaw on somebody's hand, I would have just shook my head and be like, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense. And even with fucking demons being fucking risen from the book, it's like it's crazy to think that something like that would be, you know, out of place. But um, I think it is in, in this certain situation. Uh, do you guys, anybody think that after this uh, experience that Mia went back to using heroin? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I would. Exactly. As soon as I got home. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, what are you doing? You got any shit? <laughs> you got I, that dizzle? Uh, I thought you were quitting. Uh, the weekend I just had, give me the... <laughs> I went two bags. Dude, they started fucking with me. They started sticking fucking needles in my eyes. Exactly. All right, rating time. Uh, we're, we're doing the Netflix rating. You know, how about we do a blend? Some people liked our numbers, and they feel that the Netflix is a little vague, and they want to get a better idea. So if if we could do – because, you know, really liked could mean a lot of things, and liked could mean a lot of things, and loved could mean a lot. Mm-hmm. Loved – because you know why? Loved doesn't mean it's a 10. You know what I mean? That's why. Yeah. No, I could I could think it's a two, but I could still love it. Exactly. But so. to me, that's what's more important. I mean, I that where I fall into difficulty with with number ratings is that it just seems so arbitrary. Because I mean, okay. so I say that say I say this is an eight, right. and then a couple weeks later I say that something else is an eight. But then if I compare the two, where the hell did I get that? Exactly. You know? Yeah. Okay. Sure. You're right. Okay. You weren't regurgitating Gordon Wood. All right, let's do Netflix. Jamie, what do you think about Netflix? <laughs> let's do Netflix ratings. I love how persuasive I am. <laughs> yeah, you can get me to do anything. Yeah, well, not anything. Yeah, as long as I still feel like a man at the end of it. <laughs> Good luck um, with all that. Hey, not when it comes to me. 
<laughs> you will always feel like a man when it comes to me. <laughs> I'll, you know what? I'll go out and say, I'll go ahead and say I love it. I mean, fuck, I've seen it twice. I would still want to see it again. So, yeah, I love it. Oh, five. Five out of five. Okay. Dan? Whew. I feel like I can't rate it, you know, like, because uh, I didn't see the whole thing. Um, I, I definitely really liked it, but at the same time, I'm, I'm going to see it again and uh, hold off my judgment, kind of like The Dark Knight Rises. Um, I just got to let it, you know, kind of sit with me for, for right. a day or two. So on the next show, the big show, whatever the fuck next show we do, um, I'll, uh, I'll follow up on that. But, yeah, I really liked it. Four out of five. How about you? Wow. It's, I, I love my zen-like experience where I went back and just really found myself never being bored. Mm-hmm. I thought that was crazy because I was so bored through so much of it the first time and I just wasn't blown away by so much the first time and god I gotta tell you man it's a high it's a high when you go back and see the same thing again a day or two later and it's fucking great it was really cool to do that mm-hmm. uh, I, I I'm really right in between really liked and loved cool. I, I think they did an excellent job and uh, like the point you're making, Dan, if you just stop your bullshit, stop, you know, you, you know, I, I don't know if you should look at a movie like, can I do better? So you base what you're capable of to a guy who got paid a million dollars to do it or whatever Fide was paid. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you should, I don't know if that's the way you should stop like tearing people down mm-hmm. and just like. You know, stop judging everybody and stop judging every little thing like you could have done better. I don't know. Because, listen, I'll, I I bashed a lot of shit in 50 shows. I mean, who am I? So I can't I can't say that. But God damn. I mean, when there's when there's a lot of effort and a lot of innovation and a lot of care. And obviously there was. You Don't you realize yes. Bruce Campbell was on set? Don't you realize that the right people were on board? I right. could see it. Dan could see it. Jamie could see it. I'm sorry if you can't. And I don't hate you. You're probably a friend of mine, and that's fine. I'm sorry, but I will tell you, go back a second time. Check it out one more time, and I guarantee you, you're going to think differently. That's all I'm saying. I'm not dissing you. You're not an asshole, right. but give it another chance. I implore you. Uh, oh, and here's what I really want to get into about that uh, end scene there, the after the credit scene. Now, you guys, what do you think about that scene, first of all? Uh, I'll go to Jamie first. Jamie, what did you think of that end scene? Oh, uh- I, I don't know. It made me kind of giddy. What do I you think? It. What do you think they were going for with that? What do I think it means? I have yeah. no idea. Okay. I didn't even. I didn't even try to interject anything, any meaning into it. That's why I fucking love yeah. you. How about you, Alex? <laughs> uh, same, same here. I have no. No, I don't say that. Oh, I, I guess it means he'll be in the next one. I don't know. Well, here's the thing, though, guys. All right, so they know it's going to be pretty much a hit, right? But at this point, like with with all this news coming out and shit like that. They had that fucking scene, you know, probably mapped out in their heads long before that they announced fucking Evil Dead 2, the sequel to this, and that, well, not officially announced, but then the Army of Darkness 4 or whatever the fuck it is, you know. Um, So to me, it wasn't anything. To me, it was just Ash being in there, and that's that. Something for the fans, blah, blah, blah. But they're thinking in their heads, okay, well, we can use this in the future if it works, if everything goes according to plan. But at the same time, they didn't set it up like the Avengers, dude. They didn't set it up like all the Marvel ones do. The Avengers lead into 
to different movies and they tell you exactly what they're doing. They have a plan. You know, with this, I don't think it was a plan at this point in the game. They said, okay, if we plan on doing it, it can work to our advantage. So we can say, we can go back to that and say, yeah, we kind of planned it. But at the same time, they use it almost like a tool like, hey, man, we could just throw this in just for fun. You know what I mean? And and here's what, now, you guys would agree that they can't mesh the tones of both movies, no. correct? They can't. It's impossible. One of them right? is going to veer off. What What do you guys think of, and I was thinking about this, and I kind of mentioned it to Alex, Jamie, or both of you guys. Mm. What do you think of this, though? I don't think anybody has actually thought of the fact that, well, they changed the tone of Evil Dead. Why can't they change the tone of Army of Darkness, right? Because Ash can't be the same asswipe goofball he is. Who says that though? Like that's what I mean though. Like that, if they can do whatever they want, well, then now. it's not going to be the same as I this agree. one. <laughs> so one of them's going to go off. How do you make that work though, dude? That's the main thing to me. That's the biggest question uh, of all after this movie is how the fuck are they going to make that work tonally? Even with the one line groovy, it didn't. It didn't make sense with this movie. Yeah. It was cheesy, and it's like, how is that going to work? And that was just one line. Groovy. He didn't even have to it's, fucking say anything. Groovy was cheesy in 1991. <laughs> exactly. Like, it sure as shit didn't fit here. Yeah, like, I don't think anybody in the world does that shit. I'm just interested in what you guys think. I literally thought it was just something that they threw in and, and they say, oh, yeah, maybe we'll get into it later and we'll make it work. But I don't know, dude. I can't see it working. Do I think it's cool? Yeah. But at the same time, I, I don't think it can work unless unless they change the tone of Army of Darkness. Because what are they going to do? Keep Ash in, in the Middle Ages again? I mean, or because I've heard that they bring him to Paris, fucking post-apocalyptic Paris in the next one or France or whatever the fuck it is. So it's like, how do you do that? So I was just curious as to, you know, where they were going to go with it and how they were going to go about it and how that was perceived and all that bullshit. I got nothing. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm glad, though, because a lot of people, oh, that sets it up. Yeah, perfectly. Oh, they're going to have. Oh, I don't, I don't even do that bullshit. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. But how can people say that, though? It's like, don't you guys see that the tone is just totally off? Like, it's just crazy. Well, to <clears throat> Let me tell you, you want to know why I really think they did it what? or what it really means? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I think they did it for the fans. I that, think they did it for, that's it for for people to enjoy. You know, after you know, you watch this. There's no trace of Ash or Bruce Campbell anywhere. But you've loved these movies. You obviously love Bruce Campbell. There's no way around it. And so at the end, you get that little bit, which yeah. I think was just enough to make me a little bit giddy and make me clap. And then. That was it, and I think that's really all it was. I mean, yeah. Now he's in every Evil Dead. Yeah. There is, you guys, dude. Seriously, there is more to it than we'll find out later. I don't really give a shit about trying to pick it out right now. You know. Right. Yeah, I'm more concerned with the first ninety minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you know, like I, I, to base off one word and a guy looking at a camera, which is completely out of place, has nothing to do with nothing. I mean, I, I have no idea. They just did it for, like she said, yeah, exactly for the fans, man. Nothing else. But it's cool on that level, and that's why I like you guys' fucking view on it. It's because you take it for what it is. You're not saying, oh, yeah, this is going to be perfect because they can weed it in now. It's like, nah, yeah. man. It they, means, they it means he was watching the whole time. Especially, dude, even if you're Sam Raimi in Hollywood, nothing can be fucking, you know, 
greenlit like a hundred percent. Like they don't know, dude. It's all up to the studios. It's all, so many factors go in. One being that you know this has got to be a big hit and shit like that. But dude, you really think that those motherfuckers have that shit written out? No, it was a little nod to the fans, and that's that. And that's that was the main thing I wanted to get across. And you guys just totally fucking backed me up on it, and that's why I love you because you see it for what it is and not. Oh no, I think it's this. I think that would have let. No, it's a little fucking nod, and and it was cool, and it made it made me smile. Yep, exactly. So that's what that's all that is. So, yep. All right. Well, there you have it. Those are our ratings. So we'll be right back, and we're just gonna wrap up the Evil Dead retrospective in a quick minute, and say goodbye. So we will be right back after this. All right, so that was it. We went all we went over all four Evil Dead movies, and uh, I guess you know, I don't know what we'd normally do. Probably let's rank them in order, best to worst. Uh, so, uh, Dan, you want to go best to worst? You know it. Do you know your yeah. order? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. I, I, dude, I really like this movie, man. I, I, this is number one for me, dude. It goes, it goes. Uh, this one, two, one, and then that other piece of shit. Okay. That sounds good. Also, uh, Jamie, what do you think? Um, let's see. I would say one, the remake, mm. Army of Darkness, and then Evil Dead 2. I had a feeling that was what it would be with you. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Wow. wow. I'm going the remake, two, one, and Army of Darkness. That's my that's my. Or I think it, was that the same as yours, Dan? Yes, sir. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's uh, that's our rankings. I know that no one, probably nobody, agrees with that uh, besides you, Dan. So I think we're totally on our own by ever saying something as sacrilegious as this piece of shit that everybody thinks remake is better than the original. But listen, the original is great for what it is. Amazing, right. great start, great story idea. I love your originality. I, like I said, the last two watches were the best. And it'll always be there, too. Nobody's taking the first one away, guys. You gotta remember, that's not even one of my favorite horror movies by any stretch. Right. I recognize it for what it is, but it's not even in the top 20 for, mm -hmm. for me. So it's like... I don't have anything so sacred about it in my heart, right. so it, I don't I don't care that I'm saying that the remake I like it more. It's just, yep. It just it doesn't mean anything to me, you know. And as far as specific scenes go, Alex, I don't know. I I feel like it's the atmosphere, like you said, that trumps everything. And um, you know, just the world that they created. Uh, you know, as much as I don't like Army of Darkness, it's so simple, man. Uh, a couple people in a cabin, they go, you know, out and around the cabin somewhat, but that's it, man. And I love that simplistic element of of uh, of the Evil Dead movies. Yeah. Oh, and I love when he's uh, when the things th pushing him through the woods and his head's hitting the back of the trees and shit. I love that. <laughs> I love That's when he good. yeah when he when he goes through the car and he falls in the puddle. I love that. Uh, a lot of great look. There's I love Ash so much, and I think I think his character is still better than anything in this movie. That's obvious. Uh, his yeah. his character is still better than Mia. His character is better than David, of course. David sucks as a character. I, I didn't 
didn't think it was that great. Um, yeah, so we're pretty sacrilegious. Well, but. I think part of that is Shiloh Fernandez is rather stiff at times. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think it. Well, I think it's probably partially the writing because there wasn't a lot of good writing as far as right. his character was concerned, nope. and then right. partially his portrayal of it. Uh, was just stiff. Yeah, very. You know? I, I didn't it. really. I didn't feel any yeah. emotion from him. Nope. nope. I liked it. I didn't think it was horrible. I didn't notice it, anyways. But I know what you're saying. I would attribute that more to the writing than anything. But we already talked about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, you know? he did what he did with what he had. I mean, I don't know. What's he gonna do? He stood, he stood there looking concerned because he was supposed to be concerned, and uh, <laughs> I, like, I don't know. I don't know what else he's supposed to do. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying the guy's a bad actor, but um, oh. he's just. Uh, it wasn't the thing that I connected. What can I tell you? I just I've seen him act in other roles too. That's what I was saying before. He's I think he's really good. But uh, yeah, man, Evil Dead movies are just fun. I don't think they're meant to be taken too seriously in the whole horror genre and the whole scheme of things. Like um, you, you look at it, like yeah, it's not a slasher and 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 it's not really a ghost story. And that's what I like about it too. It's just kind of out there and uh, and they're just fun, man. To me, they're just it's always been fun. Like I said about the second one and you know and one two, these are just fun movies to fucking pop on and 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 fucking you know drink to and even with this darker tone this is a fucking fun movie to get trashed man yeah with this dark tone how can we say this is fun it's like the lead it's the opposite of fun but at the same time it's still fun yeah i don't know and it's like and listen what i understand the ambition i recognize the genius of sam raimi with the directing in part one and two and you might say how can you ever put Fide Alvarez's directing and, and ambition over that. I'm sorry. Those special effects were phenomenal, better than mm-hmm. anything in those first three movies. I'm sorry. I, things are down. things are better today. Things are just better. And you might say, oh, technically, sure, but they're not, um, you know. Uh, grown. But at the same time, I like it more. I'm sorry. I don't think evil dead is that great i think i recognize why it's important i recognize why it's fun i recognize why it's good i recognize why you think it's great i just think it's like a 7.5 so to me it's not crazy to say that this one because i rate this one higher than that sorry even if i say it's an eight i already say it's higher so that's why it goes above it there you yeah, go. Absolutely. And, and overall, man, like I, I, I gotta say, like I, I agree with you. I, I can't really elaborate on or or really say you guys are wrong about anything that you've said throughout these whole in the entire series, you know? And even with liking Army of Darkness, you know, like Jamie does more and shit like that, it all falls under the same category, like I said, which are just fun movies and uh just kick back, relax and fucking enjoy yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. Have some fun, guys. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so Jamie, what do you think? What's your overall mm-hmm. consumption, whatever? Consensus. Consensus. <laughs> you want my overall sentiment? <laughs> We're ending it right here. Last words, Jamie. We're ending. Uh, was, you got the last word. That was. A, I know that was a joke. <laughs> I said sediment. Oh, oh. Get it. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking I love, I love you so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whatever. Um, overall, well, I think I've pretty much made myself clear. Well, 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 okay, what, what do you think about what we said about how we see it as better than the originals? Um, technically, there is no question. You know, on a technical level, right. 
Um, I still place the original Evil Dead above this one because I find the original Evil Dead scary, and I didn't really find this one scary for me. That's why. But, you know, on a technical level, (laughs) this movie's fantastic. Even the acting is way better than the original. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot more, and I think there was a lot more thought put into why they're doing things and what's going on. There's a lot more thought put into the script. I mean, you get as as great as I think that Evil Dead or the Evil Dead is, mm. it feels like a young film. It it feels right. like a like a college film. Right. You know? Yeah, it does. And uh, I think that again, that's part of its charm. But this one technically just blows them all out of the water. It's kind of hard. I mean, I don't really think that you could disagree with that with a straight face. Right. I mean, <laughs> if people say, no, you don't get it. The first, what the first one did was, blah, whatever. Okay, good. That means you like it and you're looking for excuses uh, pretty much. I mean, that, that's all you're doing when you say something like that. And you're, you're very sentimental. And I love sentimental people, so good for you. And I love people who have nostalgia and I love I love all that. So I'm glad you feel that way. But <clears throat> I am uh, I'm very cold in ways. I could let go of things like that. Um, it's you know it was hard for me to say something like I remember one time I had to choose between um, Halloween uh, two the remake and part three, and my love for Tom Atkins and the music and the atmosphere is so much to me and I grew up with that kind of stuff and to to pick Halloween 2 as a better movie was tough for me mm. but I I picked it because um I like it more and I think it, it's uh technically better and uh the other one is that it has a special place in the in my in my young heart and but I I can separate that which is more important than anything in my eyes, dude. What do you, what do you want to get out of life saying, oh, yeah, I reviewed this movie and I gave it that? Or or say, oh, man, I, you know, I had a great time with that. Not even saying it, just feeling that it. feeling. That feeling you get, man. You can't fucking lose that, guys. Yeah. Don't lose that. Don't lose it. But here's the thing, though. It's like you could say that the new Evil Dead is, is better than... Um, than the old one, but at the same time, if you were put on a desert island and you could only bring one of them with you, right. you could pick the old one, mm-hmm. even though you know that the new one is better. And that's that's all I'm saying. So that's my philosophy of horror and Dan's too. And I don't know about Jamie how she feels about that aspect, but because right now she had to leave the dungeon for a second. <laughs> <laughs> and we got a lot of. Um fun stuff coming up on the next show uh we might take a little time off not too much what do you think alex maybe a couple weeks if that something yeah well you got that new move what's that on the 12th or the 19th uh 19th we got lords of salem so we'll do a show on that but dude we got a lot of movies to go over you know Um, let's give them a preview a preview yeah go ahead okay stitches I know you saw Chillorama. Um, I want to get into that with you a little bit. Not like full reviews on these movies. Um, Madison uh, County. Madison County, dude. Um, you know, there's a lot, dude. There's definitely a lot. The Bates Motel. Me and me are going to talk about The Walking Dead. <laughs> well, for what it is. Or we'll probably talk about and, that. And for, for Jake, for Jay, we're going to do our ghost show. Yes. That's, you know, it's just so hard to get everything in there. I know you think, why? what's so hard? Just talk about it. But it's really, 
believe me it's it's all it's it's the behind the scenes nonsense we try yeah we, well, we try and put a lot into these shows and we and you know what it is too we don't want to just gloss over a movie and then regret it and be like oh man we really dropped the ball yeah. so you know, when we do all this stuff it's it's definitely it's not like we're disregarding anything or whatever we think all the ideas well most of them that everybody gives us are fucking awesome you know and 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 we're trying man we still got plenty of shows um and yeah, man, we just want to have fun with this. And like, these are great ideas that everybody keeps giving us. So it's not like we're disregarding them. We're just adding them to the list and trying to right. figure out what we'll to do next. We'll put them there. Like, we got the Jaws retrospective. We're got, Dan wants to do it on July 4th because that's when um, Jaws 1 takes place. Yeah. Yeah, so man. we're going to hit you up with Jaws retrospective. We're going to you know, take a back seat with the retrospectives. We've been going freaking hard. I mean, let, everybody knows that, starting with... Um, where, where do we really start coming in? I guess starting with the Psycho movies is when we stopped going bi-weekly and we started going weekly. And then that's when we got nuts because then we had too much content. And instead of putting it every two weeks, I had to do some trickery with the production. And we had to redo intros and redo outros just to get this out here because it's just too long. We just put out and- – Okay. Yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry, man. And 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 furthermore, bro, not even talking shows. You know, we may have a week and a half. Um, you know, till we got to do a next show or something. But then then we'll get an interview or something, exactly. and that happens more than not. So it's the combination of everything. It's the interviews. It's this, that, and the other yeah. thing. And do we love this shit? But me and Alex also know that if you do too much of this shit, you're gonna burn yourself. And you out feel like it's it. a trap, and you cannot get out. Like let's just say, it's like a job. Yeah. Yeah. Like we just we we try to take a week off and then suddenly we have to interview the chick dancing naked on the cemetery in Return of Living Dead. It's like, well, I was going to have off this week. Yeah, but she can only do it Wednesday. Okay, then you're trapped. You see how that goes and it just keeps happening and it never stops. It never goes and, away. And don't get it twisted though. We love it. We love it, love, love it. We also <laughs> love life. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> and we'll end it on that. Exactly. <laughs> so for Jamie and Dan, this is Alex. I hope you enjoyed our Evil Dead retrospective. I'm glad we did it. I'm glad we did it now compared to when we were going to do it because I think it turned out a lot better now than it would have. And... Um, I'm, uh, I'm so glad that I like the new movie that much, and I know Dan is, and that's that. Sure. Yeah, so we will see you on show number 52 in the future, probably two weeks or so, and it's going to have a Lords of Salem review mm. and a interview with uh, the guy who directed John Dies at the End, Phantasm, and Baba Hotep. And uh, some of you got a sneak peek of that. For those of you who don't know all that stuff, you'll get that. One of my favorite interviews, by the way. Yeah, Dan killed that. So there you go, and we will be back. So have a good one, and remember, uh, stay groovy. (laughs) 